Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hi, I'm Angie Austin. No. <laughs> Hi, I'm Angie Austin. <laughs> I'm producer Moose. Angie is out, and I am filling in. And like I've been saying all week, when the cat is away, the mice will play. Producer Moose sitting in the driver chair, and uh, we had some lovely friends here on Monday. Steve Mudflat McGrew is back. We're back. Yeah. You couldn't do anything about it. I know. I'm so excited. And Trisha Lot Wilford, thanks Good for coming morning. back. Hi. Hi. So. I mean, I've been having all my friends and different people come in uh, all week long. And one of the things I'm excited for people coming in next is the people from my church. I decided as I was trying to figure out what shows I wanted to do, I thought, wow, school's getting back in session last week, this week, next week. Um, but a lot of youth have been on great missions trips. And so I sent out a lot of emails to a bunch of the churches that I've been affiliated with and people that I know, their youth pastors, just like a blanket email saying, hey, I want to do a show on summer missions who's had a youth group go out to do something awesome and I want to have them on my show. But one of the people I heard back quickest was from my church, Faith Mountain over in Lakewood. They went down to the Navajo reservation. Sometimes they go to the side on New Mexico. Sometimes they go to the side on uh, Arizona, but they go down every year and it's been a youth trip for quite a few years, but this year they opened it up to families. And so families could go down. And my father-in-law is like the only guy in the church who has a uh, license to drive the big bus so he always <laughs> goes down and he's coming in as well i'm like very excited to have my father-in-law on and uh so he goes down with all these people i don't know how many i want to say there was like 60 or so there's a big group of people that went down life-changing for a lot of people i know my father-in-law has some great stories and these kids are going to come on next and tell us some great stories about what happened this summer what do they down do down, down there oh they do service projects like i think they replaced a roof they do a vacation bible school for the kids and they just hang out and they do some other cleanup projects my father-in-law went on a bunch of hikes he came back he was just on this hike and found a dry riverbed and i kid you not a full skull of some sort of cow type thing he now mounted it on his shed it's pretty cool wow. like horns and everything you think it'd be... i'm glad you said cow or, or some or i definitely something. had a different yeah. mental picture in my too. mind he found the skull <laughs> i went okay this is gonna wow. be a good story csi there <laughs> well i love great stories good news stories what we're all about here on the good news and uh, i asked you a little bit ago do you watch america's got talent and you said that you didn't. Have you ever seen it? Are you familiar with the I concept? have seen it, yeah. Seen it? I am familiar, yeah. My dad's a big fan. I think he's seen every episode ever since creation. <laughs> awesome. Well, I enjoy it too, but sometimes I don't have the time to watch all the shows. I usually watch it like the last half, and then I get the highlights on YouTube. Me too. I'm a YouTube clip yeah. guy. Yeah. And so one of the things that uh, has come up, a lot of big viral stories have come out of this season of America's Got Talent. And one of them is this guy, Drew Lynch. Have you come across this guy? He's a comedian. But he's a, a unique comedian. He has a severe stutter. Yes, have you I seen this story? See this guy. You haven't seen this mob oh, oh, you brace like yourself. This. Yeah, uh, I, I have not. <laughs> you have not. Well, he has a great <laughs> story, but I'm going to let him tell it to you. Almost four years, years ago, I was on a uh, soft, soft, softball team, 
there was a grounder that took a took a bad hop and uh, hit me in my throat, which damaged some nerves in my vocal cords. Excuse, excuse me. I, I felt angry about it at, at, at first. I started to like write down all my frustrations on like a, a napkin in the hospital. <laughs> my girlfriend um, encouraged me to try just talking about those those things on stage, and I started to do comedy as a way of like. I guess co coping with it. The person I, wa I was before would probably never hang out with, with who I am today. I thought people were lucky if they got to talk, talk to me. That was a jerk. I feel a lot of res responsibility to sh 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 show people that you can turn any anything into a, to a, to a positive. Wow. The story, I like when it first came on stage, because there's a little bit of clip that I didn't put the audio with, he stutters and, you know, the judges all of a sudden tense up like, oh, how bad is this going to be? Because mm -hmm. a lot of like the auditions is you have the really good ones and then the ones that aren't so, so good. good. Now, did he stutter before these? Like, no, he was, throat? I guess like, he was this jock guy, thought he was too cool for school, caught a softball right in the throat and has uh, spasms in his vocal cords. And so that was his life-changing thing and saying that, you know, he wouldn't hang out with somebody like he is now before this incident happened. So it's greatly humbled him, but he's also had a lot of pain that goes through it. And he, Howie Mandel talks about that in a little bit. But here's his uh, audition that he gave on America's Got Talent. I'm okay with 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 my with my my voice, but I I still struggle with some some things like 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 I have the hardest time at a drive-through, <laughs> you know, cause cause you cause you got you got to say the say the order fast, and you're and you're and you're talking through an intercom. It's like I don't know why I I I work work there, <laughs> but. <laughs> I would, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get to, to where people start, start to use my, my, my voice as, as, as the voice of their G, G, GPS. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, in, 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 one, one, one thousand, a thousand, a thousand feet, make, 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 make a, oh, oh, you, you, you turn. <laughs> Your your des, des, destination is 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 ahead of you on the on the on the on the right. Oh, 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 re, 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 oh, oh, you 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 oh, oh, re, 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 you 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 turn. You 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 turn. You. And so he has this great time on stage, and he tells some other jokes. And one of the ones that he has that I didn't put the audio in is he was telling, he was doing a set, and one guy says, "Hey, who are you to make fun of people with disabilities?" And he's like, "I'm sorry, did I stutter?" <laughs> and just totally calls that guy out. And it's just amazing. He has a great heart, and uh, you see the love of his mom's in the audience. So is his girlfriend, and it's just you know, it's great support. And not only does a great have that great support from uh, his family, but also from the judges. Here's some more. You know, it is such a hard thing to get up on a stage when you've got everything going for you and everything's clear. And to go up there with your situation and to pull this off and to get the crowd with you is almost impossible. So I, along with the audience, applaud you for that. Really awesome. What I love about you is you've taken your situation and, like you said, you've turned it 
into a positive. I was laughing even more the fact that you were laughing at your yeah. own jokes. <laughs> I, 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 I wrote them. So. <laughs> Howie, what'd you think? All right, here's what I thought. I know you're here to make people laugh, but I can't tell you how emotional you make me because comedy usually comes from a dark place. A lot of comedians, you know, are depressed. I personally in my life have used laughter to try to gain some happiness. What you did is you looked for the light at the end of the darkness, and that light is your comedy. And I'm telling you, I haven't been moved by an act like this up until this moment. And because of you, and because of this moment, I want to do something very special. Something I haven't had a chance to do, and I'd like to do this. For those of you that aren't familiar with the show, what he did, the big cheering at the end, they have this thing now called the golden buzzer, where um, normally with the uh, America's Got Talent, if it's one that they don't really like, they hit a button and they get an X. X if they yeah. get all the Xs, then they don't make it. But the golden buzzer, if a judge hits it, each judge has one golden buzzer. The buzzer is like, you know, hooray, you've made it, but not only do you make it into the competition, but you get to skip a few rounds. You get oh, to go wow. like deep into the competition without having any more eliminations until you get like into the thick of it, the good stuff very nice and so that was the first one and i've seen that video at least a dozen times and i get choked up every time he hits that button because the look on this guy's face he's confused and you know just nervous and joy all the same time and he just collapses on stage as he's covered by all this golden confetti and it's just absolutely amazing that uh you know he does take this dark darkness that this stuff that's happened inside him of uh, you know not only physical but what happened in his heart of realizing you know he was a jerk before and that something like this happened to humble his heart but uh, like what howie mandel said of trying to find comedy in the dark stuff uh mudflap is that kind of where you sometimes always. dig through yeah uh, always i i think it's uh but i i think a lot of times comedy comes from uh, a point of you're trying to say something that you want meaningful, but you got to say it in a way that is funny. Right. You have to find that that find, find that balance find that, and that balance of of the phraseology of twisting right, it around right, too, as yeah. opposed to like, wow, that's a bummer. Right. Right. Like <laughs> came he, to a comedy club, not a funeral. Yeah. Like he he did a he was very serious, but he found the way to say it. You know, like uh, this is an accident, and this is right what I've come through of it. You know. Mm -hmm. And part of the pre-interview, uh, Howie Mandel says, so how, do you have some support here? And he's like, yes, my girlfriend uh, pushed me to do this in the hospital. And he talks about the napkins and he gets emotional and says, she took on three jobs mm -hmm. so that I could pursue this. And then Howard Stern says, you're going to have to marry her, right? And he responds with, well, that's what my girlfriend tells me. So <laughs> there's already that great support and just amazing. And uh, Trisha, you went through some really cruddy stuff but you've turned it into a positive just through your blogging that's caught on like fire yes yeah and I feel like it's there's so much redemption in it and so much therapy in it mm -hmm. and I also have discovered um, and for those of you who are new to my voice or my story um, I was just suddenly widowed about four and a half years ago my husband was sick for just 12 hours and they thought that he had the flu um, but he had an infection in his bloodstream that uh, caused him to become toxic to himself. And so mm. he was 35 years old and he was healthy and sick for 12 hours and he died on our bedroom floor two days before Christmas.
Christmas. My children were in preschool, and the bottom fell out of my world. Mm -hmm. Everything changed so quickly and so suddenly. But the only thing that stayed the same is the fact that I'd been a blogger the day before, and I stayed a blogger the day after. And I continued that process. And I wrote for myself, but what I discovered in this process is that there were lots of people out there who were hungry for someone to say that they were in this with them. Right. And so that's the other thing that I've discovered is that in this place of being transparent and vulnerable, whether it's through humor or through writing or through the, these different outlets, you find this tribe of people who say, yes, me too. Right. Yes, right. me too. Mm-hmm. And it's Kong's my, my wife found your blog like a couple months right after it, it happened and then my sister and then um, they wrote, my sister texted me and said, hey, you know who you should have on the show? Trisha. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And then I jogged my memory. Oh yeah, this is Annabelle. used to tell me all about it. Then I looked into it. I'm like, oh, she has a book coming out and just worked out perfectly. And I think that book that you sent us, it's passed hands at least like four or five different awesome. times throughout my family. Every time I see it, it's like a little more weather, a little more like dog-eared of people reading things and just really enjoying it. So at least it's impacted uh, women in my family. And I bet you know everybody who's gotten it, how could people get a hold of your book and what's the name of it? The title of the book is Let's Pretend We're Normal. (laughs) And the idea, it's been a a little bit under discussion, the topic or the title of that book, because people have said, there isn't normal. How can you even pretend? There isn't a definition to strive for. Mm -hmm. And what I've tried to communicate is that there isn't a definition to strive for. What I'm saying is that there's sometimes that you just have to pretend that this is the life you wanted. You have to pretend that you're brave enough and pretend that you're normal until normal finds you. And isn't that what you tell yourself in the mirror every day? Every day. I'm I'm normal. (laughs) Just pretend. Just pretend. And then somebody <laughs> says, denial. <laughs> Here's a Snickers. Right. Well, um, about ways to find happiness, good old The Pope released a uh, list of top 10 tips for a happier life. And this, uh, you know, it's pretty pretty legit. And one of them, he says, uh, live and let live. Everyone should be guided by this principle, he said, which is uh, similar to the expression in Rome saying, move forward and let others do the same. So just, you know, live and let go and just, you know, kind of brush it off, say la vie. And um, then this is the one that I really like, uh, be giving to yourself to others. So do works of service. And I think with your uh, blog and your book and everything, people are really harvesting from that and from your your comedy. People, you know, have a, have a good laugh, have a good night out. And with the whole coloring thing that we've been talking about, I tried finding a clip that we could air on terrestrial radio of you talking about coloring books, but... I couldn't Wasn't find possible. one. I couldn't find one. <laughs> <laughs> we like to keep things PG. My stand up does not uh, <laughs> go hand in hand with radio. <laughs> right. But I did have a good laugh in uh, watching some of your clips. So if you ever get a chance to go see Mudflap uh, out on stage, I recommend do. doing it. But don't bring the kids. <laughs> Um, <laughs> then he also, uh, some of the other ones are Sundays should be holidays. Workers should have time to, uh, spend with family. And I work three jobs and I know you all are busy, but I fight hard to have at least one day off. Cause you know, it's one of the commandments, you know, take a Sabbath. And, uh, that's one of the hardest things I fight for. Cause if it's something that, I mean, I miss out on my family a lot cause I'm working so hard, but, uh, I, I just, I fight tooth and nail to have that time off. And with you guys being so busy, do you make that time for yourself and for your families? Um, I try to, but it's like you said, working is the important part to me. Mm, right. I, I think so many people try to avoid the job because they want a sensitive side, you know, that oh, I'm not getting enough time with the family, I'm not getting enough time, and then they fall into the trap of I need some type of government help. Right. So to me, I am more like I would rather work and let the kids see that 
this is the ethic you need. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't try to worry about not seeing enough because I want to be a role model of right. hard work pays off. Right. Yeah. As do I. But I mean, at, once I hit like the 80 hours a week, I just want to nap. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, with your boys, do you fight hard to find a, a time just to hang out and do family things? I do. Yeah. We look for ways. Um, we have this routine that we call the Mommy 15 and it's their undivided time that they get 15 minutes with me every day to use oh, however they want. Nice. And 15 minutes feels like quite a long time to a right. child. It really does when it's undivided and uninterrupted. So we look for that. And honestly, my personal day of having a day off is the first day that they go back to school. <laughs> yeah, which was earlier this week. It was earlier this week. And, and every Monday, every yes. Monday they go back to school and I have Celebrate. my own little Sabbath. Yes, Very nice. do my happy dance. Well, um... I have this next clip. It's uh, something that you, it's a guy getting ready for a date. And I know that when I was in the dating phase, it was awkward and I did not like it. But here's a date that ends with great success. What's up, brother? Yeah, oh, man. Dude, it's a big night. Are you nervous? Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm actually pretty nervous. Um, it has been a while. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, so where are you going? I'm going to have, uh, I'm gonna have some people set up. Set dinner on the back porch. Oh, nice. Yeah, she won't expect it at all. I'm ready for the date. Okay. Oh, so he's going on a date with his daughter. And uh, I have a three-year-old daughter. She just turned three. Trisha, you have two boys. Uh, Mufflop, you have just a son, right? Just a son. But you also have a granddaughter? A granddaughter. Yes. And so uh, one of the things that now that my daughter's a little older and be able to be more social, I take her on dates. And I took her to the theater a while ago, and she was just so excited. She was having a bummer of a morning, but I was like, hey, Sayla, don't forget we're going on a date today. She just got so ramped up and was so excited. Took her <laughs> took her out to lunch, and she burst through the doors of Qdoba, and she says, I'm on a date. <laughs> we go in order, and then we go to the theater, and she busts through the doors in the lobby, and she just like throws her arms up, throws her head back, and yells, date! <laughs> and she was just so excited. And um, we went and saw Shrek the Musical with some of our friends from CYT. She just absolutely loved it. It was a, a youth theater production of Shrek, and she just absolutely loved it. And at uh, halftime intermission, took her to the restroom, and she wanted to go. So no, baby, there's more dancing. Oh, right. And she ran back in, and then um, afterwards, when you know she's three, need to go back to the restroom, and then she wanted to run back in. I'm like, no, baby, the show's over. Aww. She's like, oh, more date. More date, and on the whole the whole way home, more date, more date, and even the next week, I took my wife out on a date because even though I'm busy, I like she screamed date. Well, she was her head back. My daughter was offended that I took my wife on a date Mm. and not her. Mm-hmm. And so any that's one thing she always looks forward to. Like I'll get a text from my wife every now and then being like, hey, I think Selah needs a date. And it's one of the things that I thoroughly love about spending one-on-one time with my daughter. Like you said, you have your mommy 15. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so great to be able to do something special like that, even if it's going to get ice cream or just going to a special playground. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Did you do anything like that with your son of just making something that was yours and his? Uh, fishing. Fishing. That was our deal. My son uh. and I loved to fish together. 
Very cool. Yeah. yeah, my father-in-law is teaching me about fishing, and that's something that my daughter is really enjoying too because we've done that a couple times this summer. But fishing, what what are some of your uh, things you you do with your boys for your 15? Well, you know what? We, we love to play games together. We love to play games. But you know what I'd really love to tell you is that my dad and I used to do all of those same things. Yes. And so as a daughter, uh, speaking for your daughter, Selah, mm-hmm. um, we just, it has been a beautiful, powerful thing. And my dad has done that my whole life yes. and really actually created the foundation for what I could expect from a man uh, and laid this standard for exactly because like, I want like you want to find a gentleman you want to find yes. some, like I want you to marry me it's like I want to find yes. someone who treats you the way I treat you and I I told her like there was boys who would push her down on the playground and she'd go and play with them and said Sayla you have to stand up for yourself because daddy doesn't beautiful like that. yes and so thank you guys so much for joining us here on the good news love having you guys in uh uh, my flat people just Google you. Google me. I'll Google. just Google Steve McGrew. And Google and Google. Cool. <laughs> and Trisha, how can people find your stuff? TrishaLotWillaford.com. Awesome. And your books there and your blogs there. Thank you guys so much for coming Thanks in. For having us. Thanks, Moose. Love to have you back again. So stick around. More good news coming up next. Love of Christ lives on 810 KLVZ. Hey, it's Angie. Do you have things you want to give away, but you know, you feel like, oh, it's too nice. I don't just want to give it away or it's too much of a hassle to bring it down to donate it. Well, guess what? I'm very good friends with the ARC organization. My friend Francis Owens is here and you'll come pick up our stuff for free. We will. I won't personally, <laughs> although I guess I could. Yes. I actually do some of that, but we would love anything you'd like to donate. Nice items, even if they're not quite so nice. Things sell. It's amazing. It's like you're always on a hunt. Please call 303 Jane, which is 303-238-5263. We'd love to come pick up anything you'd like to donate. Well, I have to tell you, we donate a lot because my husband refuses to let things hang around the house. And he used to just <laughs> aim for the trash. And now he knows no. we have an ARC box. Yep. And you know we've even brought a trailer load down. And that's before I knew that you would come pick up things for free. And if you want more information about shopping with a purpose, they have great items at ARC. All of the money stays locally to help the disabled community. Go to arcthrift.org. Do you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching. And there's so much love in that church. And I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just, I, I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and, I, and I, I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry. Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus. Thursday night, we connect. You can go to dinner. You get to know people. And then on Sundays, I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning, and I feel I'm always hugged. I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there. And so I feel like I'm growing, but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church. So if people would like to come, how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? Please go to our website. You can download our sermons for free and find out where we are, denverbible.org. 
Hi, I'm Angie Austin with the good news. I'm Angel Tessie with Experience Pros. All right, so we're radio hosts who want to make your life better. We have an excellent event coming up. If you're feeling low, you're feeling blue, you've had a difficult past, you're depressed, whatever it may be, we have an event coming up called Real Women, Real Issues, Real Solutions. And Angel, you are going to talk about your family life. Absolutely. A tough time that my husband and I went through several years ago, how we managed to get through that and actually come out as a healthier husband and wife couple. And I am so excited to share this story for the first time at Real Women. And I'm really excited to talk about overcoming the past and I've lost family members to drug addiction, murder, etc. And I want people to know how they can become a victor in life and not a victim uh, to forgive and get over the past and the steps that you can take in your own life to achieve your goals and get the life that you really want. The Lord wants that for us. So we'd love for you to come. It's October 3rd. It's in Highlands Ranch at the Jubilee Church. Are you excited, Angel? I am so excited. Ladies last year said it was life-changing. So please come join us. Angie Austin, Radio click on events 810 klvz listen online and check out showtimes at klvz.com welcome back to the good news hey it's producer moose and it's friday and it feels great that it's friday and uh you know i've been filling in for angie all week long and like i, I love to do being that you know i'm left to my own devices i stack the deck to uh, bring in people who i want to interview people that'd be fun for me and i know i try to do fun things for angie but hey it's the Angie Austin Show featuring Moose right now, so I get to do what I want. We've had great guests all week long, and Angie's gone for another week next week, so I will be filling in again. But uh, here we are with some great friends. When I was thinking, you know, what did I want to do for the shows I was in charge of, what, what topics that I want to cover, and I thought, hey, school's almost in session. A lot of people are already in school, but a lot of uh, great people, a lot of great students have gone um, – you know, all over the world and back again on missions trips. And I thought I want to get some youth in the studio and talk about their missions trips. And the uh, youth and some families from my own church, Faith Mountain over in Lakewood, went to the Navajo Reservation. And uh, I am happy to have some people from my church uh, here, along with my good old father-in-law. He's here. And yeah, it's it's been a Moose family week. I had my wife in yesterday. I think maybe I'll have my three-year-old daughter talk about, I don't know, something philosophical next week. And we'll see what Toby has, you know, for next Friday. Maybe he'll tell some jokes. But uh, hi, Michael Norris, my father-in-law. How's it going? Going great, Moose. Good to be here. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming in. And I guess we, we have to come up with something for Cindy K to come in and talk about just so we can make it a whole family affair, right? That'd be great. <laughs> well, I also have uh, some great young men in. We have uh, Anthony and uh moses and jesse you guys are you related or are you just really good friends we're related you you can't nod on radio doesn't work that way <laughs> i mean we're all related except moses he's like a really good friend so we consider him his family oh brothers don't shake hands brothers gotta hug awesome <laughs> and we also have tracy and you uh been hanging out with these people for quite some time right yes i have uh, we've served on multiple missions to the navajo nation and so uh, their family too. And so you've been more than once, right? Eight times. Wow. All right. So take me back to the first time that this came up. Why do you want to go the first time? Because God gave me a big shove and uh, I, I'm actually half Navajo and half Apache. So it's oh returning back to my homeland to share the gospel. What was that big shove? Uh, I wanted to serve God, but not necessarily in my own hood. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, so he has just been really faithful to plant that seed in me 
and to send me back and uh, to grow the seed. And so the first time there was so many new experiences, but each team is so unique every time we go back. And so he continues to just bring fresh, new and exciting, uh, just miracles and blessings along the way. So I just keep going back. And you just, because, because of those miracles and blessing, it's not a, Hey, you're being shoved and pulled and kicking no. and screaming. It's something that you really, you look forward to it every summer. Yes, I do. And in fact, I think I'm the one doing the pooling, you know, like, Hey, you yeah. should come. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so Jesse, how old are you? I'm 15. 15. Is this your first time or have you been before? Uh, this was my third year going. Third year. And what about you guys? How many uh, times have you gone? It was my second year. Second? Also my third. Third. Okay. And Michael, you've been? I've been four times. Four times. So, you know, Tracy, you're the, the experienced one here. And you just keep going back. Did you pull these guys along with you eventually? Uh, they came and actually I met them while we were serving on the mission. Uh, but since then, we've become really close. We've formed some great bonds, been able to pray for one another and just uh, have a really good time together. Awesome. So um, tell me about a little bit. Uh, what did you guys do down there this year? Um, well, this year um, we went down there and we helped build a church for them. Okay, cool. Kind of from the ground up? Um, well, they had a little bit build, so we just kind of built onto it to finish it up. And what, what did you do? Did you just carry heavy stuff, or did you actually help with the construction? Um, I was actually um, with the teens. We were in charge of taking care of the teens and helping them engage. Oh, okay. Like some of the So you left the, the heavy lifting to somebody else and just hung out, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. And what about you guys, Moses and Anthony? What did you guys do down there? It was the same thing for like all teens. We just like, if any, like other people, like whoever doing the stands, if they needed help, we'd go help them. And we also served the elders, like like food, since like we just served them. And being that you've been multiple times, what made you want to go the first time? I'm Anthony. Well, like I just heard other stories about like how life changing it is, and like how like inspiration it is to others, and like I like happy like helping others. Like playing them, like like showing them the right way and all that. So I thought it'd be a good experience to try. So I well, you tried it that. once. Why'd you do it again? Because it was actually a good experience for me, and like seeing like seeing everybody's faces, like how happy they were to see us, so, like how like like we showed them like the right way. So I don't know, like, maybe a good feeling. And I liked it, so I wanted to do it again. Moses, why did you go back multiple times? Oh, well, the, the my first year, I actually got baptized, and it was just a really good feeling. Oh, while you were on the trip? Yes. Very cool. And Michael, you go because you drive the bus, <laughs> or is there more to it? No, no, I don't go because I drive the bus. I don't actually like to drive the bus, but I can drive the bus. So, uh, but no, I I love opportunities to to love on people, and and I think it's critical um, for for our people to learn how to serve. And uh, I I just love these young men, and and the fact that. They went out of their comfort zone to to love on someone else from a different culture and uh, and just show them the love of Christ. Awesome! And um, we, you guys just have a uh, a relationship with the people down there. You've gone there multiple times, Tracy. You said eight times. And uh, one of the things that I love seeing about being at Faith Mountain for the past few months, just seeing that it's honestly a true relationship. There's people who uh, have had life change, and it's not just a, hey, one and done, we'll see you later, see you in heaven sort of thing, but it's an honest, true relationship with these people down the Navajo Nation. Um, what are some of the highlights, Tracy? What's one of the great stories that might stick out in your mind from 
this past trip? Well, there's so many, and um, I tried to try to narrow it down, but um, actually just hearing the young boys speaking now, being able to go with them each time they've gone out, uh, you walk with them on their spiritual journey as they're walking with you, and uh, that's the blessing we've been able to see as we return back to some of the same areas. The first five years we were in Arizona, um, actually the first six years, uh, these past two years we've been in northern New Mexico. So there is a reunion that happens there. Uh, and we're praying all the time to show them the love of Jesus, but also to disciple and fellowship with them and, and for them to grow mighty um, into God warriors to mm-hmm. serve on the front line. And I would say the greatest blessing this year was to witness that prayer actually manifesting where we seen 40 to 50 uh, Navajo women, you know, just shed their clothing and, and take on that that robe of righteousness and just really wow. own it with authority. And to witness men, grown men, um, all tattooed, all having these lives that many of us have had where, where we didn't um, make the best choices and we didn't surrender to the Lord, but now they have. And to witness them get into the baptism water and just, to, you know, not to be rushed, but for it to be a sacred moment with their father in heaven. And and all of a sudden you're witnessing like, like a 50-year-old man become like a six-year-old boy just trying to make the embrace with his father last. Right. And you're like, how do I get a front row seat here? How do I get to witness this? But they're just continuing to grow and um, to be able to continue to connect with them. We see them. June was when we had the missions trip. Um, But since then, they are still on fire for the Lord. We still hear reports from them and how active they are. And it just is a huge blessing. That's amazing. And not only do you have just this um, week or two down there, but there's a lot of preparation that goes in beforehand. Uh, Anthony, what are, I mean, you've been before when you were going the first time, what did you have to do mentally and like, and other things to get prepared for going to your mission trip for the first time a couple of years ago? Probably it's mostly like mentally, like to just see what's going to happen. Like it's like, it's a mission trip and like there's gonna be a lot of hard, like be a lot of ups and downs. So you gotta prepare yourself like mentally. Like you gotta just think positive, like I could do this. And like, like if a bad situation happens, like you gotta be like, you gotta show yourself like I could do this. So you're giving yourself like a constant pep talk. Yeah. And um, after you've done it a couple of times, you see yourself as an old old pro and like, oh, I got this. Or did you, do you still have to do that even though you've been before? Well, like, I guess it's a good ups and downs because like it's always a new year. So you never know what's going to happen. New year, new challenges. Yeah. Jesse, what about you? Um. Well, mentally, I mean, there's a lot of praying involved. I mean, yes. you pray and ask God to give you the wisdom and strength to go down there and do what he wants you to do. I mean, it's like. Like he said, there is a lot of ups and downs, but it's always nice to meet new people and make new friends. And Moses, has this been a challenge for you, or has this been something that you've gotten used to and you're just excited for it as much as Tracy has? Well, the first year I was sort of scared, but like once I got a couple of days into it, it was just an amazing experience. Like it's a new day every day, and it's beautiful. Like so once you're down there and you're in the thick of it and you find your rhythm, then it clicks and it seems like it, you know, it becomes like every day it becomes a home. Yeah. Have you guys been on any other mission trips or just the, the Navajo has been your thing? Just the Navajo. Just the Navajo? When I was in high school, gosh, I've been all over the world and back again. I, 
I, my heart is in Poland. I mean, I've been there several times and that's where I would go every year with my church and I would play in a band and I also did France and, um, down in the four corners a couple of times, but I, I truly have a heart for missions. And uh, now that I have a three-year-old daughter and my son Tobias is almost 11 months and we see that these families are going down to Navajo that, you know, it'd be great to raise up uh, our kids doing that, especially, you know, if Papa goes too. and uh, you've been four times, Michael, and uh, do you see yourself going again? Do you get excited for knowing that there's another opportunity to do this? Oh, yes. Yes, I, I plan on going as long as there's opportunity. Uh, it's it's a special time for me every every year. And what do you look forward to most about going on these trips? Uh, well, I'm a relational person, and, and it's always relationships. You know, we spend a lot of time together in preparation for these trips. We have weeks and weeks of meetings and, and planning and training and, and preparing. And uh, What so, are some of the things you train for? Well, um our, our youth did a very powerful drama while we were there, and they work on that. Were you guys a part of that? Yes. 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 Awesome. Yeah, and they did a great job. And and uh, I uh, had the opportunity to share some discipleship material that we used at our church uh, with people that had been baptized and uh, found Jesus last year. And um, uh, just a number of things. We, uh, we take turns doing devotionals. We have... Uh, team devotionals every morning and every night, and uh, and we sign up in advance to to do that. And uh, there's just, um, it, you know, they have a number of churches that come down there, but uh, but we don't have the number of opportunities that we have to go to a different culture and to share the love of Jesus, like I said earlier. And and uh, it's it's wonderful for our, for our youth. Mm-hmm. to be able to step out of their comfort zone and 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 find value and purpose in in what they can do as far as loving on another person but awesome well with all the preparation that goes on different uh tasks that have to be done Tracy you said that each year you go down and the group's different the tasks are different but it's amazing how God works to where those skill sets meet exactly what you go down there for. And you said you're half Navajo and half uh, Apache. Is that what you said? Correct. Wonderful. So do you use that as a way to relate and try to, you know, extract information to build the relationship with the people down there? Um, I, I'm sure that happens, it, mm. but that just happens naturally because that's who I am. It's not a, f- a focus for me. Right. But uh, with, Within our team, what we also do is we do cultural preparation so that the team knows uh, where they're visiting and some of the history of the people that they're visiting. We also share um, some of the arts and crafts and and some of the work that the people are doing and also talk about uh, some of the challenges that the people endure while they're down there so that that they know what they're going into. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I sit here and I look across the table and I listen to these these individuals and it, even sitting here is such a blessing because, you know, Michael, we're so grateful to have him. He's such a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. He, he He's like just this phenomenal Moses, you know, that just speaks into us. And, and in fact, they call him Moses. They're like, hey, there goes <laughs> Moses. <laughs> but um, just such a huge blessing to our team and to the people. And, um, and then also like, I remember at a time walking in on Moses and, um, Jesse 
you know, they were preparing for their devotion and uh, we don't give them a lot of time. We just tell them, you know, like right before we're leaving, you're going to be on Wednesday morning. You're going to be on Tuesday evening. But I had walked in and uh, they invited me in and they were sharing their devotion with me first before they presented it to the team. But to see these young people there, like just putting forth you know, the time and the desire to get into God's word so that they could be a blessing to the team was just wonderful to witness. And then um, Anthony in the play, they actually, it's a silent drama. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we speak Navajo on the Navajo reservation, but many people speak and understand English, but the elderly don't so much. And so the drama is a silent drama so that you can understand it without words. And, uh, Tony actually played Jesus, but, um, you know, it ministered to so many people from young to old, uh, people made decisions for the Lord and people you were returning. Yes. Cool. Well, um, I want to ask you one last question before we run out of time. Uh, Anthony, say I'm somebody who's never been on a missions trip. Convince me to go on this next year. Go. Well, it's a life changing, not just for you, but it's for everybody else. And it's just, when you go there, it's, worth every single second like it changes your life changes others and just the smiles on everybody's faces that makes you feel like a better Moses convince me go um it's like really life-changing and such an amazing experience it's really blessing like it like changes you like my first year I didn't really know about God and when I got baptized like I like loved him so it truly is a life-changing experience anything to add Jesse convince me to go well, it is nice. It's a life-changing experience. I mean, it's always nice to try new things and step out of your comfort zone. And who wants to sit home and play video games all week? Right, when you can go out and experience culture and history and other people. And um, not only, like, I mean, this church goes to the Navajo, but if you are affiliated with a church, if you're not, uh, email Angie and I, and we can help you find a church in your area. And uh, go on mission trips, whether that's going down and visiting our friends at the Denver Rescue Mission and serving the homeless community of Denver, or um, going abroad to Europe or even crossing state lines, there's a place for you. I'm My encouragement to uh, everybody who's listening to the good news is, um, you know, summer is a year away. It comes fast. But plan, ask your church, hey, are we going on any missions trips? If there isn't, help plan one because you can change your life and change uh, somebody else's. Anything else to add, Tracy, to convince people to go on a mission trip? Yes, I would encourage people, if you're interested, contact Faith Mountain. Faith, you know, Faith this Mountain. is something we've been doing, and we always go the first part of June, and uh, we welcome other churches. So it's yes. not solely Faith Mountain. And one thing you pointed out is it is a family mission. We've had missionaries as young as three years old go all the way into their season years, and it's been a blessing. God's used every single one intentionally. Wonderful. Well, thank you guys so much for coming into the studio. Happy Friday to you and uh, happy Friday to you, my friends. And make sure you would download the podcast. If you want to hear another episode of the good news, you can always go to angieaustinradio.com. Click on the podcast link and they're all there. angieaustinradio.com. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Thank you. Listening to KLVZ and KLVZ HD, Brighton, Denver, and online at KLVZ.com. 
hi, it's Angie. Would you like to have a bigger business or grow your nonprofit and make more money for your charity? I would love to help you. If you like the good news, if you believe in what we do, we work with our sponsors personally. And I have friendships. I know everyone that works on the good news as an advertiser myself. And so I would love to help you build your business. And I would love to have you help support the good news if you enjoy it. And I love to work with nonprofits, as you know. So please contact me if you have questions. News at gmail.com. Again, it's News at gmail.com if you'd like to partner with the good news. This is a good place. I really like it. This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Brick and sorting the different Brick Brick stuff. Also, then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts on there and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. Stop. Take a moment to think and ask yourself, is my business going where I want it to go? Am I being a good captain at the helm of my ship? If you said no or are struggling to come up with a decent answer, you need some guidance. Carrie Conley of Infinite Nation can assist you in setting goals, achieving them, and getting you and your business to the next level. You might need to restructure how you go about handling your business, clients, vendors, employees, and even your personal life. Carrie Conley is the co-creator of Infinite Nation and can coach you to have the business and life that you've always imagined. Carrie offers a free 30-minute consultation to figure out how you can work together and set goals that stick to set you up for success. Go to InfiniteNation.com to design your vision and get started on the road to victory today. Grow your true passion and gain the tools and supportive community you'll need to progress while remaining completely anchored in your goals. Get Carrie to give you a nudge or a push in the right direction. InfiniteNation.com. I-N-F-I-N, the number eight, Nation.com. It's Angie Austin with the good news. I would love for you to come to our women's conference on October 3rd. Michelle, Ron, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about fabulous things to make you better every single day. And I'm going to talk about attitude and choices. Make the choice to come. You'll be glad. And I'm going to talk about becoming a victor rather than a victim. And with some stories from my childhood and what I overcame that I hope will help and touch you. Robbie Yopes, you went last year. You'll be the MC this year. What was it like last year? Life-changing. It was amazing. Please come. Don't miss out on this. Invest in yourself. And Tyra, you're my favorite singer in the United States of America, and you're going to be singing for us. How is it to be involved this year? It is exciting. I can't wait to see what God's going to do. He's going to do something pretty darn awesome. Amen. It was my dream to have like a Women of Faith Denver type event, and that's what we had last year, and we're having it again this year. It's on October 3rd. If you're feeling low, if you're feeling blue, if you need to pick me up, if you need a hug from Jesus, please come. Go to AngieAustinRadio.com. Click on Upcoming Events. We know that God loves us, and He gave His Son for us. This is where love lives. 810-KLVZ. 
Welcome back to the good news. Hey, it's producer Moose, and it's Friday, and I always love Fridays because it means it's almost the weekend and fun stuff to do, a little bit of rest and time to hang out with the family, and I know there's a bunch of stuff going on around town today, and we have our good friend Terry Fisher on the line to tell us what's going on this weekend. Hi, Terry. Hey, happy Friday, Moose, and Radio Land, and everybody out there listening. We're hoping you're having a great week. Fantastic. And how's your week been? You've been staying busy, I guess, right? Oh, it was busy. You know, you had the Douglas County Fair and Adams County Fair and Westy Fair and just events and fun. and um, Fair, fair, fairs. You know, it was a beautiful week. So, And then the, and the joy continues. It's still August, you know? Oh, yeah. Is it time for Christmas yet? No, I'm just <laughs> oh, don't say oh, that. Oh, my gosh. School anyway, just started. People should um, maybe head over to Belmar tonight and they can go listen to Dave Camp. Or maybe people are out at Rugby at Infinity Park, which is going on all three days. So there's all kinds of fun things going out at Infinity Park if people want to check into that. Um, 16th Street Fair is going on today and tomorrow. It's free. Um, from a, it goes till seven tonight, so just a little bit longer, and all day tomorrow from eleven to seven. So there's all kinds of fine art and handcrafted goods, and uh, the 16th Street Mall. You know, so families can go and just enjoy the 16th Street Mall, which is kind of cool. Um, you've got also, oh gosh, how could I forget? Just a little while, Orchard Town Center up in Westminster has Thumpin' playing this evening. Oh, yeah. You know, so that that's a really fun one. And tomorrow night, you've got the Hops in the Hangar, which is going on over at the Wings over at the Rockies. It's a really, really fun event, and I think people should get out there and enjoy that. Um, that's from 5 to 11 tomorrow evening. So it's been fun to be on their committee. And um, I don't know if people know this, Moose, but did you know that you could go to the Butterfly Pavilion on Thursdays for, for 5 bucks for the rest of the summer? Oh, wow. To, you know, and that's a pretty good price for families. It's kind of like almost free, right? Yeah, almost. I mean, any discount is is always welcome in my household. It, exactly, you know. So, and also the USA Pro Challenge is going on all this week um, at the Civic Center Park. Uh, it's free, um, and that's become a really, really big deal here in our backyard to to have um, to have all these bicyclists here in town. Oh yeah, it should be a good old have, time. Have you ever gone down to the bike race to? I've not. I've uh, tried a couple times, but uh, I'm not a fan of traffic and big crowds. <laughs> so right. Well, that's because the race has become the level of the Tour de France. Oh, wow. And so they're bringing in high speed and danger and adrenaline to professional bikers. Um, so it's kind of a cool thing. And then people should probably mark their calendars for the Colorado State Fair. Yes. Uh, it starts on the 28th of August, which is just you know, a little while. And some people like to make reservations for some of the groups and entertainment and the rodeos. Tell you what, I uh, I uh, won a bet back in college because I have a rather large head, and we went to the fair, and I said, I guarantee you, there's not one single hat maker here that has a hat my size without having a special make it. And everyone's like, Oh, you're on! So I won ten bucks because we went to like twelve different hat makers, and nobody had one my size. Seriously, Moose? Yeah, I have a big <laughs> noggin. That is absolutely crazy. Well, um, you've also got uh, next week Flatiron Crossing will have Soul X, and I always mention those on Fridays because they're on Thursday nights from uh, 6.30 to 8.30, and they're free concerts up at uh, Flatiron Crossing Mall, and those are really fun. And then you've got a couple charity events. You've got Make-A-Wish coming up on August 28th at the Sewell Ballroom. It's not so much a gala. They're, they just want people to come and support the children, of course, that are that have cancer, and this is their last chance to have a wish in something that's special to them. It's cancer and other life-threatening illnesses. I actually have a uh, friend of mine. He's His name is Carter, and he's almost seven, and he just was granted his make-a-wish, but he hasn't decided exactly what he wants yet. He's obsessed with Peter Pan, so he either wants to go to Disney and see Peter or go to London, and because that's where 
Peter Pan is from because you can't take a plane to Neverland. I know. Yeah. So I think Disney would be fun because there'd be other elements of joy there. Oh, yes. That's what I think. And then on um, September 19th, I'm going to do Over the Edge. And for anyone listening, if you've never seen this, um, I'm not a rock climber or a workout kind of girl. I don't ride bikes, but I do rappel down a 32-story building. Oh, it's so going to be so fun. I've been there a couple of different times. I haven't gone down, but I've uh, you know taken video of people who have. Yes, yeah, so it's quite entertaining to come down to the 32-story building, and I will do that for over, um, for Cancer League of Colorado, and I would love to have an entire cheering squad out there on the 19th. Around noontime, I think I'm doing this. Wonderful. Terry, how can people get a hold of you? They can call me Moose at 303-635-1210, all over Facebook at 5 Star Talent Entertainment, and, of course, my website at 5starx.com. It's the number five. And, of course, we would welcome anyone looking for entertainment opportunities, and we are also always looking for entertainers. Awesome. Thank you so much, Terry. You bet. Happy weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.